Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. This is your host, the Honey Badger, giving it to you straight in the RV business as usual. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast at, welcome and thank you for your support. I'm going to go over some of the news in the RV world that's happened over the last two weeks. I'm a little bit behind, but I want to make sure I gathered all the information for you guys to make sure it was solid and accurate. There's a lot of things going around, a lot of rumors. Uh, There's stuff I'm going to put to bed real quick. And then I got some, let's just say some interesting things I think you're going to want to hear So make sure you stick around. I mean, obviously, if you're downloading this, watch it, you know, listen to it as you go along in the day. So first of all, if you don't already know, I went full-time in a fifth wheel with my family. So we bought a bunkhouse fifth wheel, a Cougar. It's got an Arctic package, so it has the tank heaters, the extra insulation, the bigger furnace, All the bells and whistles you can think of for, let's call it, winter camping. But I want, and this is not a knock on Keystone. This is not a knock on any manufacturer at all. This is just a fact of life. There's only so much insulation you can put in a coach, (coughs) pardon me, in a two-inch thick sidewall. That's what you get. Two inches. And there's just only so much you can put in there. So what I've done is I winterized the unit. So when we first got here, first of all, Chiloquin, Oregon. That's where I'm living. Okay, So Chiloquin, Oregon is known to get between three and five feet of snow a year. Well, when I got here Thanksgiving week, they already had a foot and a half, which is unusual for this area. So I figured, you know what, we're going to go old school. So I got uh, OSB and Pink Panther insulation, R5, and I skirted the entire underbelly of the fifth wheel. And I even skirted around the slide outs. Because you know there's really no insulation in slide outs. No matter what a a manufacturer says, there's not very much insulation in a slide out. Okay. Well, that was about two weeks ago. Now what's going on? is we hit single digits for the first time in a long time in Oregon, this part of Oregon. So we woke up in the morning, we noticed the furnace was running every four or five minutes, and we only have it set to 65, but it was running the majority of the night. And I look around, and if you feel the windows all over, and they're thermal pane windows, they're not dual pane windows. They're thermal pane. That's what the Arctic package has with Keystone Cougar when you buy their luxury package. They are cold as ice. So what I did was I filmed myself 
just like I'm doing all the time with anything I do with this fifth wheel. I film myself putting cardboard boxes, you know, cut up cardboard boxes, and the scrap insulation I had and taping it to all the windows except for one, and that's the kitchen window because the kitchen window is above the stove. Now everybody's going to laugh at me. I mean, on TikTok alone, I get people that talk crap all day. But hey, you know what? The haters hate, and the people that don't, I welcome it all. Doesn't matter. So my point is, is where I'm going with this, is when you go buy a coach, no matter what you buy, if you're planning on camping in anything under 30 degrees, you need to do something to keep the trailer or the motorhome or the fifth wheel, whatever you may own, to keep it warm, to keep it insulated, to keep it sealed. One of the major things that you can do, especially if you're prepping next year, let's say you're spring, summer next year, you're camping in summer, you said, you know what, I'm going to do some winter camping. I'm going to go up to Tahoe. I'm going to go to, you know, Mammoth. If you live on the West Coast, maybe you're going to go to Montana. You're going to go to Billings or Missoula, Montana. Seal your windows. Put silicone, clear silicone around those windows and get them sealed nice and tight. And I know it looks ugly, guys, but get extra insulation to put around your windows, especially if you're going to be at a spot for two weeks, three weeks, long term. We're going to be here for probably a year. So you just have to prepare for these things because otherwise you're just going to burn through propane. Now, we have three electric heaters in this fifth wheel. We have two space heaters for the bedrooms. And then, of course, we have the fireplace, which has the big, it's the big fireplace. And all those do is just kind of keep the, keep, keep it a little toasty in, in, in spaces. So, like, we had two five-gallon propane tanks in between cooking, the furnace, and hot water heater. It lasts us three weeks. Three weeks. Now, we're not at 80 degrees in the fifth wheel. We're more like between 65 and 70. But if you compare that to what the temperature is outside, like tonight, night of recording, and it's 10 o'clock right now, it's 9 degrees outside. Supposed to dip down to 3. So to be in the mid-60s to low-70s inside the fifth wheel means we did something right. No matter how ugly it may look, no matter that I know that the OSB is going to fall apart by the time I get to March. But that's okay. So be prepared, guys. Don't, don't sit and... Here's something I'm trying to maybe try to get across to you and i've gotten so much more tactful as i've gotten older i would have just told you straight out years ago but there is no such thing as a real four seasons coach i don't care who says it i don't care if it's arctic fox i don't care if it's riverstone by forest river 
I don't care if it's Montana Big Sky. I don't care if it's a Tiffin Phaeton. There is no such thing as a true, real Four Seasons coach. It doesn't exist. There are things that you need to do, both in the winter and the summer, to keep your insulation factors good, to keep it up, to make yourself comfortable, especially if you're going full-time. My family and I, we're doing it full-time. We're going to do it for a year, maybe two. My wife told me the other day, hey, we got a fifth wheel now. We can pretty much go wherever we decide we want to go. If we want to live in Idaho, if we want to live in Vegas again, we have the freedom. And, and there was something else that, that we talked about that was really interesting. You know, if I didn't have the 12 years in this business that I have had, I'd have had no bloody clue what to do. Her and I would probably be at each other's throats. It would have been a nightmare. So when they say do your research, doing your research isn't always about price. Sometimes you just have to understand what you're getting yourself into. And most people don't. See, a lot, of, a lot of this is glamorized on YouTube. I don't glamorize anything. I tell you how it is. That's also why I had a list of clients for years that always came back and bought multiple times and you know sent referrals my way was because I just don't care. I care, but I don't care. Meaning, I care about you, the customer, but I don't care what the manufacturer thinks. I even work on the manufacturer side. And it's very interesting that my pitch and my presentation to salespeople about the travel trailer that I sell to dealers, help train dealers to sell, my pitch is the same thing it was when I was a salesperson, except for I've got a few more bullets in my gun than I did, let's say, 10 years ago. And the reason why is because I have better understanding of how things built and why they're built. Which, by the way, I really want to give a big shout out here on the podcast uh, to my boss, actually. His name is Red. Well, we call him Red. I'm not going to give you his real name. But Red is one of those guys, he hasn't been in the business that long, but he understands evolution he understands the process of moving forward. And the other thing he understands is he understands they're all wobbly boxes. And that there's just only so much you can do with a small space and so much you can do with insulation with a two-inch thick sidewall. And, and, and the other thing that I really want to give him a shout-out out, and this is something that is so rare in this business, I haven't told him this yet. Eventually I will when him and I have more time. But he has the foresight. He might be a little ahead of his time with certain things. But he has the foresight of, of a brand that needs to evolve. So the brand I got involved with is under the Coachman umbrella. Okay, And we've completely changed everything like lighter cabinetry uh you know different floor plans 
you know, trying to hit a weight sector and a price sector that is going to not only be good for the customer, but it's good for the camping, the weekend warrior, the guy that goes out for a couple days, the family goes out for the weekend or three or four days at a time, the folks that have an SUV, the folks that are on a budget that aren't going into negative three degree temperatures like my dumb butt is. And he just, he had the foresight that this is a product that needs to get back to its roots, but also evolve. So I want to give a big shout out. And Red, if you're listening to this, you know, it's a big shout out to you, man. I mean, between you and, and the rest of the gang, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that the brand of trailer I represent will probably be one of the top three or four selling travel trailers in 2023 and 2024. So just just want to throw that out there. Um, you know, we're, we're coming into a difficult time right now. And, and there's just so much confusion. And I, I, I talked about this in my last show uh, about fake YouTubers with fake news. Another shout-out I really want to give out is to Josh the RV Nerd at Bish's RV. Did a great video the other day. Um, but, you know, Josh can only go so far. Uh, he's limited because he is part of a corporation now. I'm not as overly concerned as I was, you know, when I was working for, let's say, some of the big boys I've worked for. Let me go over something with you guys that, that this is actually sent to me by my boss. It's called, it's by RVnews.com. It says wholesale RV values drop. Now I did, if you want a shorter version of this video or a little more detail of this, if you go to my YouTube channel, not the one you're watching now if you're watching it on YouTube, but the one that is HB, that's H is in Henry, B is in Bravo, R is in Randy, V is in Victor, lifestyle you'll see a picture of my class my old classy motorhome i actually have a video on this that's a little little more detail a little more scenario driven so it you know if you want a little more detail that i may give here that's a great video to check out black books latest report found prices dropping as the winter season arrived nationwide the December Black Book RV market commentary said the steep drop in wholesale prices from a month earlier continued a recent trend. The drop off in motorhome values from a month before looks quite dramatic. Specialty, uh, but when you consider the overall trend line for the past several months, it is consistent with patterns that we have been seeing since late spring. For example, it is down 10% from August and 16% from June. Motorhome prices fell 16.2% from October, or roughly between $12,000 and $62,000. The price is down 24% from the registered amount in November 2021. On the tollable side, the average selling price in November fell 4.8%, or roughly about $1,000, from the previous month. 
the price is down 9.5% since November 2021. Okay, so let me unpack this for you a little bit. First of all, and, and I know I'm going to get attacked for this, but used RV values, used, pre-owned, previously loved RV values were artificially inflated for two and a half years. Okay? It is a fact of life. I don't care what guy out there, what YouTuber, what silly clickbait moron will tell you, but the reality is, is that it was all artificially inflated. And, and a lot of that has to do with the side of the business I'm on now. Now, during COVID, during the lockdowns for two and a half years, I worked for three different dealerships. Okay. I pretty much went wherever there was product. Manufacturers, which I, I've been friends with most of the manufacturer reps for, God, over a decade. Uh, my buddy Ryan, Archie, Dave, uh, God, Casey, uh, Eddie, Shauna, all, all these folks. I've known them for years, and they could not get enough product out to the dealerships. I remember sitting at Beaumont RV with 18 units on the ground. That's it. A dealership that usually carries roughly 100 in stock at any one time had 18 on the ground. And it was just it would just rotate. I don't think we had more than 40 or 45 at a time for the whole time. And we just sell them. Something come in, it leave right away. Something came in, it leave right away. Uh, my partner Doug and I were like, holy cow, man, we're just, you know, if we could get just another 20 at a time, we would triple our business. Because there was just such a big demand. The lockdowns created a huge large demand huge it was ridiculous and the manufacturers could not keep up part shortages but then after that when we finally got through a little bit of that all of a sudden now let's peek our head around to price increases the price of wood the price of aluminum the price of glue skyrocketed the price of transportation skyrocketed. There was a point in time, and, and this is a true story. We usually got these little tiny little 16 to 18 foot travel trailers. They get triple hauled out. Means they put three on a, a load boy truck and they ship them out to dealerships. <clears throat> well, I remember in 2019, it would cost me 600 to $1,000 per trailer per truck you basically paid for the truck it was between three and four grand for the truck to drive out from indiana with the three trailers on board and then about 2020 it went up to five grand and you're like oh you know what i could deal with that's like 350 bucks a trailer it's not a big deal now it's ten thousand dollars it was ten grand it was 
double what it was in 2020 up until about two months ago. So it just goes to show you that the increase in prices that the manufacturers took that they passed on to the dealerships artificially created an increase in value of someone's used RV. Okay. So there were guys that were bought brand new travel trailers, very popular floor plans with slide outs and nice and bells and whistles that buy for like 25 grand in 2017. They came and traded them in in 2020 and 21 and we're getting 30 to 33 grand on trade. Now what in someone's right bloody mind would uh, would think really would think that something that you have to register with the DMV or the Department of Motor Vehicles, wherever you may live, whatever state you may live, gains value. When does that ever happen? It doesn't. Now, antique cars, different story. But if you go buy a Lamborghini, that's a 1988 Lamborghini. If you take adjustments for inflation, you still lost money when you sell it. It goes down in value. So this artificial increase in price, of course it was going to come down. Of course it was going to decline. It's not a decline, it's called a correction. You are correcting what the problem was. And the problem was, is someone wants an entry-level used travel trailer for around 12 or 15 grand, they used to be able to buy one for five, there was five or six years old for that. Oh, by the way, now because of COVID, now because of lockdowns, Guess what, folks? You're going to love this. You're going to love this big time. Now you got to buy one that's 10 or 12 years old. How do you like them apples? Here. Buy one's 10 or 12 years old. You can get it for 12 or 15 grand now. But that's the reality. So I had to come down at some point. The piper had to be paid at some point. So this this article is it, 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 it doesn't try to give you any clickbait, but I know. That there's a lot of people that could take this article and twist it into an advertising money-making scheme with a great thumbnail and incredible title and get your heart rate racing at the top of your all the way to the top of your brain and make you panic. There's nothing to panic about, folks. This was bound to happen. This was not going to last for the next 200 years. Let me give you an example. The travel trailer I represent went down in price. We actually cut our pricing. It wasn't a dramatic cut. 
but the dealerships are going to pay a little bit less for our product than they did last year, than for year model 2022. Our 2023s, the is going to be able to buy for a little bit less than 22s. That's incredible. So dealerships right now, what's really, really causing this dip in RV, used RV pricing is dealerships are full of inventory. They have so much inventory that a lot of them can't put the slide outs out on their lot. They just got stuffed because people were predicting that this RV market would stay the way it is till 2025. By the way, that's called CNN fake news. Anyway, oh, and Fox News fake news. Anyway, moving on. So at the end of the day now, they're just dropping their drawers. They're dropping their pants and blowing inventory out. So that devalues when, when RV dealerships start just giving away practically every piece of new inventory on their lot and not making very much profit, if any, that devalues what the used market is worth. Give you an example. You buy an R-Pod. You paid $32,000 for it. Dealership on a brand new one is selling them for $29,900. Do you think your used one is worth $32 still? No. It depreciated. <clears throat> like it's supposed to. This is all normal. But nobody wants to talk about normal. Just like everybody's scared out of their mind. But not scared enough not to spend $20 billion on Black Friday. From Black Friday to Cyber Monday, $20 billion was spent in the United States of America alone. Even if you adjust for inflation, that's an incredible number. So obviously nobody thinks that the economy's bad. I, I think it's just going back to a normal economy. It's going back to where we were in 2018, 2019. And I, I think we're going to actually probably see some growth compared to pre-COVID years. I don't think it'll go back to what pre-COVID was. But I do believe that it will have some type of growth. So if you compare next year's numbers, whether it's RVs, boats, cars, trucks, I will almost guarantee you that they will be bigger and better than 2019 or 18 numbers. They will be far below COVID numbers. Far below. But there will, if, if, you, if you're a business owner right now, and I'm telling you right now, if you're a business owner, if you're an owner of a dealership, pretend the last two and a half years didn't exist and compare everything you're going to do to 2018 and 2019. You'll crush it if you do that. It'll keep your mental health and your sanity straight. So that, that's what, what the focus needs to be, I guess, is, is my point. The focus of where we need to go and how we got to get there has to be get away from the thumbnails, get away from... 
I'm not saying don't watch YouTube. There's plenty of good guys on YouTube. There, there's, there's guys on YouTube like Josh the RV Nerd is an example that is incredible. There are guys out there, very few and far in between, but there are guys out there that are good at this and give you the proper information, including myself. But there are guys that can get really, really, really twisted. Okay. Now, there's something else I want to cover today, and that is, and this is the first time I've been able to cover this on the same day that the Fed raises a rate. So the Fed raised the interest rates to 0.5, so half a percent today rather than 0.75. This is actually good news because I actually predicted on this podcast a month ago that they would raise it one and a half percent by the end of the year so for them to only raise it half a percent i believe is a big win and then just listening to the timeline so they expect that rates are going to top out at 5.1 okay so we're about we're about one percent away from where the fed thinks they need to be by spring of next year to help balance inflation okay that being said if you are an if this is going to help drive consumer confidence a little bit to know that the next raises in interest rates will probably be what we call basis points so probably 10 basis points five basis points at a time i believe the big chunks are over because now you're at 4%. You're at 4 to 4.25. Now you can go up to 4.75. I think by the time they get to 5 and a quarter, uh, it, they'll start climbing it down. So by 2024, they predict they'll lower it another 1%. And then by 2025, lower it again by another 1%. So again, just to basically almost exactly on the timeline that I predicted for you guys. If you buy something now, if you buy something next year, you're going to refinance it in two years. So it's right on target, right exactly where I said we were going to be. Which people are going to be like, where does he find his crystal ball at? It isn't a crystal ball, folks. It's, it's just all you have to do. This is what I learned to do. I learned to turn off the idiot tube. Not YouTube. The actual television, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, Fox News. Yes, Republicans, Fox News. They are the biggest waste of time on God's green earth. They waste your brain. They nuke your brain. They melt your brain. It is propaganda news. The day I turned, and I told my buddy Archie this, the day I turned off the idiot box and stopped reading and listening to propaganda news by CNN and Fox News and MSNBC was the day that my crystal ball came to life. Because all you have to do is read 
between all the stupidity and you find the answer. It's easy to make predictions on certain things. Now, I can't predict when a stock is going to go up and down. I can't predict when you know, certain things are going to happen. But what I can predict are things that fall in line with what I do for a living. Okay, I got in on the wholesale side of the business at the worst time anybody could have ever done it. And I knew that going in. I left an incredible job at Camping World. I left a great crew with two really great managers, two incredible finance people, an awesome service department, a bunch of techs and a service manager that were amazing. I left that to pursue my dream job because I knew I'd never get offered it again. And my crystal ball said, John, you're really going in at this at the worst possible time, but it's probably the only time you'll ever get in. You don't get into your dream job without a lot of work and without getting into it in the worst possible situation, the worst possible scenario, because it's funny. Nobody's looking for a rep job right now. <coughs> and it's because of the news. Now, I've been fortunate. I found a lot of new dealerships. I have a big open territory. I have a lot of room to grow, a lot of room to expand. Talking to the previous rep, he was making a ton of money until he just gave up COVID. Didn't want to go traveling anymore. He was in his 70s. So reality is that we're all going to be fine. There was nothing to panic about. The propaganda was exactly what it was. Propaganda. And hopefully, a lot of you that are listening to this, if you were planning on buying an RV, but you were scared about the economy, you were scared about this, you were scared about that, folks, I'm going to tell you something. And this is, this is going to sound terrible. And please forgive me. If this offends you, this is not meant to offend you. Okay? But the folks that lose their jobs in a recession, are three. there's three types of jobs that you lose. Now, I'm not talking about industries. I'm just talking about the types of jobs. The first type of job is the guy that generally does not buy an RV. And this is the majority of people. These are the people that work every day, have a tough time putting food on the table, their idea of a vacation is a weekend up in their local mountains with a tent, fishing on a creek. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with this. But these are the people that typically lose their jobs first in a recession or get laid off. Guys, it's very, and again, this is, this is not to offend anybody, but it's very rare for someone that works in an Amazon warehouse to buy an RV. It's very rare. There are three things you really need to be an RV or a boat owner. And the very first thing is you need disposable income. Meaning your bills are, let's say, $3,000 a month and you take home after taxes and health insurance and all that stuff, you take home six or seven grand. 
So you have three and four thousand dollars a month of disposable income. This is your and, and I'm gonna list a couple things, okay? Cost a couple of common jobs. Construction worker, union employee. Uh, I, I'll go as far as uh, entrepreneurs, you know, uh, managers uh, of retail stores. These are just examples of regular Americans, white-collar Americans and blue-collar Americans and Canadians that have that kind of disposable income where when they see a $500 a month payment on a fifth wheel, they don't even blink. The guy who works and delivers for Amazon, single guy, you know, lives in a nice little apartment, goes out to the bar every Friday night, drinks a few beers, shoots some pool. That's not the RV customer. Not in, and this is a general statement. So if it offended you, I apologize. But this is a general statement. So for you folks that do have the disposable income you have nothing to worry about next year if you decided in spring of next year or this winter that you were going to buy something go for it you don't like the interest rates hell i don't like any interest rate i don't like paying interest who cares refinance it in two years they've already plotted the timeline for you you just had to listen. Notice nobody's talking about inflation as much. Because inflation went down for the first time. It didn't go down 0.2%. It went down a full 1.1%. Gas prices are coming down. I know it's coming from the reserves or it's coming from here or it's coming from there. They won't let us do this. So it doesn't matter. We have no control over this stuff. Oil companies don't want to drill in America because it's too expensive. Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Let's look at the big picture. The big picture is, is gas prices have come down. Here in Oregon, it's under $3.90 a gallon for the first time in almost a year and a half. When I was uh, a buddy of mine that is in New Mexico said for the first time they have $2.79 a gallon gasoline. In a long time. Folks, come on. There's so many positives going on. You, you, you got to stop listening to the propaganda. Okay. I'm going to close this last segment out. Or close it out with this last segment. This last segment is, I hope, very helpful to you guys. Travel trailer business has slowed way down on the retail side. A lot of people blame it on families. They're not coming out. I mean, you're hearing all kinds of just horse, horse manure 
Let me give you the reason why the travel trailer business has slowed down. This is for the dealers as well. If if you, I and my buddy Steve out in Las Vegas, big shout out to him. Him and I had this great conversation. We we laughed together about this. We went, you know, ninety eight of the last hundred years of the RV business. I go, yeah. You know, it's usually dead in November, December, January. There's a three-month period that happens right around mid-November to about mid-January where pretty much nothing happens. And we both laughed. And I go, yeah, now everybody's comparing it to the two years rather than the 98. And we both had a good laugh out, but it's the truth. Everyone in their mama is comparing prices to this, prices of stock, prices of 401k we need to go back to where things were three years ago before the covid madness and we will see what the truth is and the truth is is that the travel trailer business always sucks november december january it hasn't changed in a hundred years. 98 of the last hundred years of the RV business, November, December, January, suck. You're wondering why? Well, typically, especially on the West Coast, November starts fifth wheel season. Usually in California and a lot warmer states than Oregon, usually have an influx of snowbirds snowbirds are generally retirees they buy motorhomes they buy fifth wheels uh, occasionally they'll buy a couple's travel trailer they live down here until the snow starts melting in their area in their state in their province the second thing you need to look at is really the only people that buy bunkhouse travel trailers are families. And usually the only time they do it at the end of the year is if they have to spend the money before the end of the year. There's a lot of business owners, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that their tax person says, hey, go spend money. I need you to go spend it or you're going to lose it. But for the most part, let's go back to my Black Friday comment. From Black Friday to Cyber Monday, $20 billion was spent. In the U.S. economy. What does that tell you? It tells you we went back to fighting Santa Claus. You could do, if you're an RV dealer, you could go put a big sign outside that said anybody that sees this sign and buys between Thanksgiving and December 24th, 2022, will receive 90% off MSRP and you still wouldn't get a customer. And it's been that way, God, since I got in the business. 12 years ago. Now almost 13 years ago. You know, I was telling my buddy Doug at Boma, I said, you know, what we went through on the two Decembers him and I worked together was an anomaly. It'll never happen again. Most people look at me like I'm crazy. Well, you didn't have a Black Friday. Everybody ordered their Christmas gifts online. You were done in a day. And there wasn't much available. 
It's not like you could get the hottest toy out there. There was limited amounts of everything because there were ships sitting out on the coast. There's still massive amounts of ships sitting on the coast of California waiting to get in. That hasn't stopped. So that all being said, don't let the propaganda, the clickbait material, influence your buying decision on an RV or boat. Or even a house. Or even a car. Or even a truck. Base the information on what is actually viable. Interest rates have gone up dramatically since the beginning of this year, 2022. And yet, unemployment still sits at a record low. Consumer spending is still there. Is it what it was during COVID? Volume-wise, absolutely not. People are a little more careful about what they're spending and where they're spending it at. But let, let, let me let me put to bed something for you. So I went to the local Walmart. The Walmart locally from Chiloquin, Oregon, is called Klamath Falls. Klamath Falls, about a 40-minute drive from, from where I live. And at this Walmart, the shelves were cleaned out. I could show you pictures like, holy crap, the Walmart was packed. There's just tons of people. And it was just lineup of people going out the door to check out. And we forgot a few things. And we're like, yeah, let's go back. I know the shelves are probably empty. The snow's probably slowed down supply chain a little bit from getting there. We go the very next day and they're restocking the shelves in full. And I look around and I go, you know what? This was normal. This was the normal of before COVID. This was the norm. So when you hear that travel trailer sales are down 64% year over year, that's because every month, Dealerships were selling out their travel trailer inventory every month. There were people, Doug and I had this conversation. There were people that would come in in August. They set aside the down. They had their credit ready. Couldn't get, nobody could get the product. And then we'd get it right at the end of December or in the middle of December, and they would come in, and they'd buy. I remember we sold probably 15 bunkhouse travel trailers in December. That is unheard of, folks. Absolutely unheard of. We sold more summertime type of units than we did toy haulers. In California? In December? That's insanity. A dealership that, on average, sold four Units a month in December. Four was selling 35 to 40 a month in December, November, December, January. We were breaking records, shattering records for the company. And the company has six dealerships. If you actually take into account our growth, 
just at that particular location, we were number one in growth in that location percentage-wise. And a lot of it was we did a really good job with social media. We did a good job with advertising. We were reasonably priced. But people would wait for a specific floor plan. Not a specific brand, but a specific floor plan. And they'd come in and buy it sight on scene. And at the end of the day, that's what made December's and January's big. You know, I, I remember uh, the Pomona show in California would definitely, definitely carry me through the winter because there would be a bunch of orders. We're going back to that, guys. We're going back to that. We're going back to a normal market. A normal economy. It's taken us a lot longer than the Fed wanted us to do. But again, you'll keep clicking on stuff that, holy cow, it says we're going to recession. Oh my God, global recession. Oh my God, global depression. Oh my God, the economy's crashing. Titles and thumbnails, baby. Grab your attention. You're just like, oh my God, I got to find out what this says and click... Oh, it's really nothing. Is that really even true? Very interesting. So the next two episodes, you're not going to want to miss them. Um, first of all, I, I really want to thank you, the fans. For, you, the, the, for those of you that stuck around to the end, I really want to give you guys a personal thank you. I know a lot of you don't watch or listen all the way to the end, but for those of you that did, I, I really want to give you guys a big th uh, shout out. Thank you so much for being so supportive of this podcast, of the podcast YouTube channel, and of the regular YouTube channel. Um, you know, the, there are a lot of you that actually are fans on my TikTok and my Instagram reels as well. Thank you so much for your support. Um, we hit uh, we hit a milestone. So I, I added it up. So on YouTube this year through December 13th, we hit 1 million views. Now, guys, for an educational small channel that started out this year with 1,100 subscribers, uh, that is incredible. I'm sorry, 1 million minutes watched not a million views a million minutes watched 550,000 views for a little over 1 million minutes and that includes my shorts as well and I, I really want to thank you guys for all that support um, you know my Instagram reels hit a million views yesterday uh, my TikTok channel hit 2 million views for 2022 this is incredible because I'm not a guy who goes and dances in front of the camera and shakes my booty and and strips on camera or you know comes up with fu some funny sketch. Uh, I'm an educational channel. I'm a, and, and you know the I'm not a flash in the pan. Uh, uh, this is going to be evergreen content for as long as I actually am breathing it on this side of the earth. So, you know, you guys make it possible um, without you guys listening and watching. 
and supporting the channels and supporting this podcast, it wouldn't exist. So thank you so much to you, the fans. Um, you know, there, there, there's going to be some things that uh, I'm going to personally go over. So if you stick stuck around this long, the next two episodes, I'm actually going to give shout outs by name uh, to several people. Uh, thanking them for the year. I was going to do that for Thanksgiving, but I kind of ran out of time moving and getting the fifth wheel set up. Um, you know, probably the biggest shout out goes to my daughters and my wife in a lot of respects. Uh, you know, we moved to this little city called Chiloquin, Oregon. It's total population of, you know, non-Native Americans is 773 people. So the indigenous population is a lot bigger than that, obviously, but this little town is amazing. All the people uh, are simply the friendliest people you can you can think of. Nobody has anything bad to say to each other. Um, it's it's small town America. It's it's what you know you see in movies, really. Um, my daughters have acclimated to a school that has a total of fifty two students. Um, you know, my wife is acclimated to, uh, uh, making a home out of this 41 foot monstrosity of a fifth wheel that has five slide outs and, and we make it work and, and everybody's kind of adjusting and getting colds and things of that nature. And, you know, uh, we're helping my mom fix up her house here on the property. And then we're going to fix up the storage units and turn it into semi of a farm with chickens and turkeys and ducks and so on and so forth. And uh, it, it's just, it's very exciting that this would be a ranch style property and a ranch style home. And, and uh, I feel very blessed for the dream job I have and very blessed for the new dealerships and the current dealership base that I have that have been very supportive. Uh, in fact, a lot of them use my material for their uh, websites, and I'm really appreciative of that. Uh, it, it gives me, a, I feel like, a big shout-out to them. Uh, big shout-out to both my bosses and my general manager as well. I did not go over with him because he doesn't really have a nickname. My direct boss has a nickname, uh, so it's easier to give a Rick nickname than, than use regular names right now. But uh, my general manager, he's an amazing dude, and... Uh, you know, he's, he's uh, very supportive of what I do. Uh, you know, the other reps uh, that are in my division and I'm part of the company, I've uh, they use the media stuff that we do here and we do on the regular YouTube channel to show people, uh, show dealers and show customers different floor plans and different colors. And, um, you know, they hear my ugly voice. So big shout out to all of you and, uh, you know, um, stand by for the Christmas episode. I'll be filming that next week and releasing it on December 23rd. And then one final episode will be uh, the week after for New Year's. I'm going to go over uh, all the thank yous and, and I'm going to give you my 2023 predictions and go from there. Have a safe week.